Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. It's 1032. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC, and it is time for your voicemails. 317-684-8444. That's the phone number. And uh, we start off, somebody called uh, commenting about how uh, Hogsett won re-election. What? And, yeah. Now, wait a second. Hogsett won? Mm-hmm. You mean after Jefferson Shreve had, had those just brilliant, 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 very highly paid, no doubt, Marion County GOP consultants that told him that people like me and Hammer were just totally outside the mainstream and his signature policy proposal should be to stick a giant middle finger in our faces and the WIBC audience's face and and the signature public safety proposal should be illegal and unconstitutional gun grabs. Are you telling me Casey Jefferson Shreve didn't win? (laughs) I am telling you that. Ah, you knew that. Who would have known? Yeah. Uh. Well, so so somebody called and wants to know if they're just supposed to ignore Indy now or what they should do. Uh, over the past over the past couple of years, we've seen the prosecutor get reelected in Indianapolis. We've seen the mayor get reelected. I don't care if they want to elect Democrats, but can we get some decent Democrats? I'm just to the point that I'm like, I don't live in Indy. I don't necessarily visit Indy anymore. Do I just ignore Indy and write it off? I used to work downtown Indy. I like it or liked it, but I don't know anymore. So I don't know if that makes me a horrible person or not. Maybe you can help. (laughs) Well, you know, when we were in that article in the Washington Post, we talked about that with that reporter about... Mm -hmm. It pains somebody like me who spent their whole, literally, I mean, you know, their whole life in central Indiana. Mm-hmm. And you have so many great memories of when you used to be able to come down here, yep. not for work, but as, you know, somebody who just enjoyed the things downtown had to offer. And anymore for me, it's out the door at noon and can't wait till you hit the a 70 exit ramp and get the heck out of this city. I mean, this city is a hellhole and it is not safe and there is all sorts of violence. And I think the biggest concern for a lot of people is it's not not to be when I was a kid, this was a better place, Casey. Mm-hmm. There was clearly all, always violence in the city of Indianapolis of some sort. And there always is going to be in the city the size of Indianapolis. However, they were they being the government was pretty good at saying you the criminals you the evildoers you the bad guys will not invade this multi-mile circumference here that we know is downtown we will protect this we will defend this and you will feel safe in the greater downtown area it is just simply not the case anymore it is a do drop in policy when it comes to violent offenders. Six people were shot in Indy in less than five hours over the weekend. I mean, you're not exaggerating. It's all the time. And if you want to not come down here, you know, he the guy was asking, what does he do? Does he just ignore Indy? Well, you don't work here. But just know what happens here goes the rest of the state because it spreads out that way. It does. But from a standpoint of... You don't have to engage with this. It is not 1980 anymore where everything happens in the epicenter of the big city. Look at the growth of Fishers and Carmel mm-hmm. and, and Greenwood. Uh, I mean, there's 
every uh, the all of these donut counties now have commercial and you know commercial hubs and they have restaurants and they have mm-hmm. bars and, and shopping you know unless you're just an uber young person i mean when i was in my 20s it was you were either downtown or you were in broad ripple like that's where all your friends were that's where the action was it's where the good-looking women were now i mean yeah it's they're everywhere you know all those things happen all over the place now people don't need downtown in indianapolis anymore and it's a good thing because it sucks okay so uh mike braun has endorsed donald trump and somebody wanted to call and make a comment about that yeah just question here does did trump forget or is he not aware that one who on january 6th had said that he was going to stand up and uh make the plea to to um do the election investigation and then when the yahoos did the riot on the uh the capitol he backed out and voted to accept the election as uh, as presented uh, to me, that demonstrated pretty strongly that Mike Braun does not have a spine at all. I mean, if the election, there's a problem with the election before January 6th. There was just as much a, a problem with the election on January 6th. Why Trump would be endorsing him? That doesn't make sense to me. Uh, can you explain that to us, please? Hmm. Well, good luck trying to make sense of any of Trump's endorsements. It's generally just who said the most nice things about him and who he's told is most likely to win. However, this would be my question to the Mike Braun supporter. And we asked this about Mike Pence, and so I'll ask it about Mike Braun. What is the signature Mike Braun accomplishment? Like, he, he's been in politics. Now, he's not an outsider. Mike Braun does not get to use I'm an outsider. He doesn't get to act like he's, you know, irate at the system. He's been a, he was a state rep. Well, he was a school board member originally. Mm-hmm. And then he was a state rep, and he was a U.S. senator. What is the signature Mike Braun accomplishment that you look at and go, he was so great at this, he would be an awesome governor? And I would love for somebody to call our hotline at 317-684-8444. I'm not asking to be facetious. I'm not asking to be flippant. I'm asking, what is the signature thing that Mike Braun has done that you say, oh my gosh, thank God, thank God Mike Braun was there. Our, our society is so much better. The only thing I know Mike Braun did was vote for all of those tax increases. His final year in the Indiana General Assembly was next to last year in 2017, including the largest tax increase in state history. So other than that, what, what is the thing that Mike Braun has been able to accomplish as a state rep or a, or a U.S. senator? Well, he was asking, did Trump forget about all that? Why did he endorse him? Well, because they're endorsing each other. Yes. It's, you know, one hand washes the Trump, other, right? Trump has, the, Trump has endorsed so many people that it's meaningless. Now, not meaningless in the sense there's probably people who will still vote based on what Trump does or, or, or says. But he's, like, when you're endorsing... Jim Banks in an uncontested U.S. House race or Greg Pence and then claiming some sort of... What does that mean? That doesn't do anything for anyone. It's not like you carry them. He's endorsed so many people that it's just... its a. I mean, he endorsed Dr. Oz. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it doesn't mean that much anymore. Okay, so uh, somebody called about NDOT making an announcement that annual registration fees are going up. Oh, boy. So I saw a story on Fox 59 the other day, uh, a couple days ago, I think it was, about how Indiana is raising the uh, fees on registrations for electric vehicles 
and I believe they also said uh, gas vehicles also because they aren't getting enough revenue from the gas tax. Just thought y'all would like to know. Okay, so this is for electric and hybrid vehicles. Well, so this is the big, the argument with the Indiana General Assembly, the Republicans, let's call it what it is. When we talk about the Indiana General Assembly, we're talking about the Republicans because they have super majorities in the House and Senate. Their argument is never how to make the government better. It's always how can we squeeze more revenue out of the people. And one of the things they have recognized is, oops, well, we had you with the gas tax because you can't opt out of the gas tax. However, thanks to people like Biden now, more people are being incentivized by the government to drive electric vehicles. Well, we got to figure out a way to get those people. And that's what they do. Make no mistake. The Republican Party in Indiana is out to get you. It's why the taxes they target are the two things you can't opt out of, which is driving and living in your home. They're predators. The Republicans are financial predators in, ter- in this state in terms of taking as much of your money as they possibly can, which is why they hit you in the areas you can't opt out of. And so what this guy's talking about is, well, we can't hit you with the gas tax because you guys found a loophole with that one. So now we're going to hit you specifically with this special fee mm-hmm. because you don't have to buy gasoline. Okay, so the yearly registration fee for EVs is going to increase from $150 to $221. That starts in January. For, but for, this, this would be the question. For what, mm-hmm. Casey? What better government service are you getting? And and you've got Holcomb, who he's all in on the green stuff. So on one hand, you got him promoting the green stuff. He's all down to clown with that. But then he punishes people for doing the very thing that he and his little toady lackeys want people to do. They say this is for the Community Crossings Fund because <laughs> if they rely 100% on gasoline use tax and sales taxes, it's not sustainable. For hybrid vehicles, the number's going to jump from $50 to 74 per year. Okay, one last phone call. Rob called me an old lady last Last week or two weeks ago while I was out one day. Well, Casey, not only are you older, wiser, and more experienced than Rob, you're better looking. Uh. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> better looking. See ya. I like that call. I would agree with that wholeheartedly. <laughs> I'm Rob Kendall, and I endorse that statement.